Life, whether you like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. Hi, everybody. Thank you again for joining me for our Tuesday morning recap. I want to take the time to say thank you to last week's testimony guest, which was Pat Dade. Pat, thank you so much for being so open and so honest with your life. I've had people reach out and share. I cannot believe that she openly shared her experience that mirrored my experience, but I've been running from it and still running from it all my life. Hearing her share her story helped me to realize that what has happened to me in the past or what has happened to me at the hands of someone else does not define me. And that was so encouraging to read that because I know that so many of us are stuck. Earthbound is what I call it. We're stuck because of things that other people have done to us. Things that other people have said about us. Stuck in the things that we have now taken on as truth for us. It's time we reclaim who we really are in the eyes of God. And I know that's so much easier said than done. I am now beautifully 60 years old. Now you wouldn't know it if you saw me. I'm going to give myself credit and say I look 50. (laughs) But my point is we have been hiding who we are some of us for decades. Wearing labels that others have placed on us and that we have now accepted as truth. It's time we shake off those labels and instead start to wear the banner that God really has defined us by. You know, as I was studying out David and Goliath, and whether you're a churchgoer or not, everybody, we all kind of know the story of David and Goliath. They say David was just barely over four feet. You'll say four feet something, something. <laughs> and Goliath is it was over nine feet tall. And you think about what had to be going through his heart and his mind when he saw Goliath. We all have Goliaths in our lives. 
The Goliaths are the ones where we look at it and we go, this is insurmountable. I can't tackle that. I'm only four feet something, something. What is the Goliath in your life that's terrifying you? As I read the story this morning, Goliath was terrifying the nation. People saw him and went, oh my God, I can't, I can't. And everybody went running. The grand army that was all trained for such things as this were shaking in their bones. And then came this little boy, David, who looked beyond what his eyes could see. And instead, I think he tapped into his heart. His heart said, oh no, you ain't gonna diss my God. We gonna have to do something about this. There was a part of him that simply couldn't tolerate it anymore. And I love that because I believe God allows us, or at least me, this is always about being personal. God allowed me to get fed up to a point where I simply couldn't tolerate things anymore in order to get BJ to fight back, push back against her giants. What is your giant? What is in your heart that is saying no more? You have to be willing to tap into that because that is the prodding of God trying to move you into your next position so that he can use you. There will always be a Goliath standing in front of your destiny. Satan wants to block you. That's the whole point. So wherever the Goliath is, that's the direction we actually need to be moving in. And I know that's completely opposite of what we want to do. But Goliath is blocking your blessing. And God being God, he won't let you sneak around it, which is what I would love to do. (laughs) You can try to tunnel underneath it, but that's not going to work. He wants us to go through the Goliath because he's showing that he is more powerful than anything standing in front of us. I also love the fact that David, you know, they tried to gear him up with all sorts of, here, take this sword and put on this this vest. And he's like, no, dude, I, I don't need all that. I can't, that doesn't fit me. I'm gonna go as I am. God is calling some of us to face some Goliaths that are so humongous. And we think we have to show up 
as somebody else. Or at least dressed differently. Armored up. But God is saying, I've already prepared you. I want you to show up as you. David, with his shepherd's bag. And he went and gathered up some stones. He didn't even have the stones with him. He said, now you're going to take this and you're going to defeat the Goliath in front of you. God is helping us to see that we have already been equipped. I was already equipped. Everything that I've gone through in life was to equip me for the journey that God has me on. Every little thing that you have gone through is part of the equipping for the journey that God has you on. Don't despise small beginnings, the scripture says. All those little things, they're for a reason. Pat having to go through whatever she had to go through, all those little things led up to the woman that she is today. Some of us are imposters in our own lives. B.J. Foster has lived as an imposter in her own life for almost 60 years. I look back now and go, whew, how much time, God, did I waste? I don't want you to waste 60 years trying to be someone that you are not. You know, God has given me the opportunity to rub elbows with Oprah, hang out with Michael Jackson, sing with Stevie Wonder. But yet in all of those, I felt like an imposter in my own life. What do I mean by that? You're always doubting. Oh gosh, I don't belong here. I'm not like her. Oh wow, that's him. It's like there's a part of you that always feel, I shouldn't be here. I'm not, and you can fill in the blanks. Talented enough, smart enough, pretty enough, degreed enough. We have all of these, uh, we have a litany of things lined up at our disposal. We can pull it out so quickly about who we are not and why we should not be in a position. When God is saying, I have made you exactly what I need you to be for what I need you to accomplish. When we finally step into our authentic self, show up as ourselves, then we find the freedom that I think we are all looking for. I found my freedom when I finally stopped trying to be BJ slash Oprah. 
or DJ slash Michael Jackson. God's already made them. They're awesome, wonderful, great. But he only made one DJ. And until I show up and bring BJ to the table, something's missing from God's design. And the same is true about you. I don't know who you are, but I feel like I'm getting to know everybody. But when God made us, when he created us, it wasn't a mistake. You know that, right? Our God doesn't make mistakes. So it wasn't a mistake, but we've got to now step into who we are. We're bigger than we think we are because God is bigger than we know he is. When we finally start to realize just how huge our God is, we start to accept just how big we are you know someone sent me I'm sure I'm going to misquote it a text this week that said something like don't turn down your light for other people instead give them a pair of shades and keep going and she sent it to me to encourage me to keep going. What you're doing, what you're saying is making a difference. And it was powerful for me because I know my tendency is to shy away from the light. I don't want to be in the spotlight. Why? It reflects all the things that I, in my own mind, the negatives that I've told myself if the spotlight is on you people will see again fill in the blanks people will see your imperfections they will hear that you stutter every now and then if they listen closely they'll hear that they'll hear then you're just a southern girl. Every now and then, I'll mispronounce a few things. Ooh, if you get in the spotlight, they're going to see, oh, you have some gray right around the temple now. Ooh, you don't look the way you used to look. What are those negatives that you're running away from? I look back now at the things I complained about, about myself when I was younger. And you go, my goodness, when I was 130 pounds, I thought I was fat. And I wanted to be 100 pounds. Now that I'm 195 pounds, oh, if I could just get back to 130. We never appreciate where we are and I believe that's a vicious loop from Satan because as long as I am dissatisfied 
as long as I'm looking at the giant in front of me, I would never step into who I am and allow God to use me the way that he wants to use me. There is no perfect person. We know it intellectually. But I'm just going to say it anyway. We are all flawed. But it's in those flaws that God is glorified. Everything that happens, happens for a reason. But I guarantee you, if I had Oprah on and she was talking with me, we would hear the imperfections of her life. She's been pretty open. I guarantee you that if I was sitting with Queen Elizabeth right now, we'd hear the imperfections of her life. Because there is no perfect person. So when we can finally move away from that, we can finally breathe. George Floyd has quoted the phrase now. (laughs) He's coined the phrase that we all have had in all of our lives. Doesn't matter what your race is or what I can't breathe. I have lived my life just trying to breathe at times. And I believe all of us have found ourselves in situations where you're going, God, I can't breathe. Whether that is I'm sitting in the boardroom and I have opinions and I have thoughts and no one's willing to listen and I feel like I can't breathe. Or if it's in a church, God, I see things or I feel things and I feel like no one is hearing or seeing what I'm seeing. I can't breathe. And in those moments, we make a decision. I made a decision to just stuff it, keep going, and eventually shut down what if David saw Goliath became overwhelmed with the obstacle in front of him and just simply shut down what would have happened where would we be we have to Breathe even when we can't breathe freely. What I'm learning, and I'm telling you, I will always be open with you. The whole point of this podcast and the title itself, Withholding Nothing, is God said, BJ, I want you to just talk to my people. So I'll always be open and honest. The whole point is, We have got to be willing to step into where it's uncomfortable. 
to not let hits of life stop us. I stopped. I reached a point. I was like, God, you know what? This is too much for me. I'm the tough girl. But even for the tough girl, this is too much. I didn't sign up for all this. I'm done. Not done with you, God. But I want to tap out of all the... point is God said BJ I'm asking you to withhold nothing I'm asking you to follow me your eyes are fixed on the wrong things you're looking at the giant when you should be looking at me It was such an eye-opener for me that I literally wrote a book. (laughs) That was not my intent. I was simply writing myself out of a bad place. I had shut down. And I had to reconnect to my source God guys I don't know where you are but I hope that you stay on this journey with me because on this journey we are going to reconnect to God by hearing through everyone else's life That life happens to everyone. And we cannot let life, when it happens, meaning hard times, stop us. It is those hard times that helps someone else live another day. What are you living through? that is going to be someone else's lifeline. (laughs) We are all first responders. We probably don't realize it. But when we come on the scene for someone, you're resuscitating them by sharing your life. What I'm saying today is I believe God is calling us all to stand in our integrity. Stand in the integrity of who he made you to be. He may not have made you to be on a national stage The world tells us that if we're not on a national stage, then we're really not anyone. Not true. There's someone in your circle, your little town, your little arena, whose life God has literally put you there to save. Stand in your integrity. Be the you. 
God wants you to be. We're all out here trying to impress each other. Every single one of us. (laughs) In the end, you will impress some. You won't impress many. Don't let the many that you don't impress dictate whether or not you keep going. David realized that he was fighting for a cause greater than him. I'm realizing that my measly little podcast, my measly little book, Rebound, is fighting for a cause greater than myself. And whatever your spear, there's one of those words, I mispronounced it, Whatever your circle, there you go, I can say that one. (laughs) Whatever your circle you're fighting for, you're living for, it's greater than yourself. I hope you've been motivated and inspired by today's recap. Please feel free to reach out with comments and posts on my Facebook page, Inspiring Changed Lives. Until next week, everyone, please be on the lookout for the hand of God. Play us out, Dave Graham.